Just if you are visiting and there's a bunch of stuff on the news and if you didn't catch it all, there's an ask me desk through those doors and then at the left-hand side, somebody will be at the end of the service to answer any questions or for you to get more information about anything that was up on the screen. Okay. Encourage you tonight. It's going to be great. Follow the stars. Going to be going to be a great day this morning. But it's still not too late to invite people tonight. It's going to be a great event. Also, we trust you had got a celebration sweet as you come in the door. Christmas is a celebration. Okay, I've asked those at the door to tell me who picked two or three, so that we can then have a word with you afterwards. Okay. <laughs> not true. Okay, I trust also you received a, a calendar, a new life calendar. Uh, that's a Christmas gift to you this year. You don't need to be part of this church, remember, one per household, again, and unless you want to give it as a Christmas present to somebody else, you can get a better Christmas present, because the reality is, if you take a New Life Christmas calendar for 2020, you're going to have a great year. If you don't, we'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay, but please, if you've not got one, please feel free, and as I say, you don't need to be part of the church, it's a gift for you this Christmas. It's that time of year again, isn't it? For some, it's the most wonderful time of the year. For some, it's a difficult time of the year. And for some, it's bar humbug time of the year. But wherever you are, we wish you a blessed Christmas. And trust is Christ-filled and God-honoring. And you have the sense of the presence of God and the blessing of God over you and your family at this time. If you know your Bible, you know that the Bible has got an awful lot more to say about Christ's second coming in the future than it has about his first coming as a baby all those years ago. And for pastors and ministers, <clears throat> that means there's a limited amount of scriptures that we can speak about every year or focus on. But the reality is most of us are not deluded enough to think that you remember what we said last year so we can say the same again this year. In a few minutes, in a few moments, we're going to see the kids' nativity, whatever that is. I'm in the dark as much as you are about it. And I know that's why some of you are here, not to hear me or to do anything else. So we'll, we won't be long today. That's the truth, I know, because I've been told. Okay. I understand. Today's collective reading uh, for reading the Bible together, three years in your life, you know it's Luke chapter 22. However, there's not much in Luke 22 about the birth of Jesus. It's about his betrayal and arrest. So we're going to skip back to Luke chapter 1 and take a few verses from there. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It should come on the screen. And it says, <coughs> excuse me, in the six months, of Elizabeth, sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. 
The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you've said about me come true. And then the angel left her. This portion is the birth of Jesus being foretold, or the birth of Jesus foretold. The angel, um, the reality is it was actually foretold hundreds of years previous. 700 years plus, the Bible had told us that this was going to happen. But it's amazing how God says so many things, and we're surprised when it happens in many ways. But here, it's not that Jesus' birth was foretold, it was actually his mother-to-be has been told about it. And not one big finger coming from the sky saying, it's you. This was actually an angel coming. And it wasn't Clarence because he hadn't got his wings yet. But this is one of the big shots, Gabriel, and coming and telling Mary what was about to happen. And then the angel comes and says, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. So you could say that this was actually the first season's greetings ever given in the whole of history. You know, many know that our daughter Lindsay was born in December. Uh, the 12th, and she's been an incredible blessing to us. However, for the first six weeks of her life, she cried, okay? It was so bad that I even said to Kathy, can we change her name to Seasons Greetings? Because she was born in December, and all she's did is greet, 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 greet for six weeks. However, it was too late. We'd already registered by that time. So her real name is Lindsay Kate Smith, brackets, Seasons Greetings, Okay. As I say, since then, she's been an incredible blessing. But the Lord is with you. Favoured one, Mary, favoured one, the Lord is with you. Listen, that's what Christmas is about. It's about Manuel, God with us. It's God coming to dwell amongst us. And if you wanted a title for this message, it would be confusedanddisturbed.com. Because three things we see about Mary here. The first thing is, she's confused and disturbed. And the reality is, it's quite remarkable if you read this, Mary's response here. Here's an angel coming and telling us, greatest favored one, um, this is what's going to happen. And then it says, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Now, I don't know about you, but if it was me, I wouldn't really be thinking about what it mean. I'd be thinking, who are you? What are you? What is going on? Is this, am I only dreaming? That kind of stuff. I'd be thinking, I wouldn't have heard the word that the angel said. I'd be thinking, what's going on? Who are you? What are you? God bless you. We trust you for a great, wonderful, blessed Christmas. You take care. God bless you. God bless you at Christmas. God bless you. Mary, if I'd been Mary, I wouldn't have heard a word. I wouldn't have heard a word. That they, I'd, I'd have been, what is going on and all this stuff? But you know, maybe, maybe Mary maybe had angels all the time. I don't know, me. Maybe the ringtone, ringtone in her mobile was angels from the realms of glory. I don't know. But this, was, this to me, was unusual. But this angel appears 
And Mary's just wondering, how's it going to happen? Really, it's not what is going on, it's how is this going to happen? I'm confused, I'm disturbed. She couldn't understand it, but she accepted it. Incredible. You don't need to understand everything that God is doing to accept it. We're not called to understand, we're just called to trust Him. But at Christmas, she was confused and disturbed, the Bible says here. You know, and maybe for you, this Christmas time, maybe you're not in a joy to the world moment. Maybe you're confused about stuff that's going on in your life. Maybe you're disturbed about what's going on in your life. Maybe you understand there's a whole lot of stuff going on, but you're out of control, or, or you don't understand what's going to happen, or how it's going to happen, or what's going to happen next in your life. Maybe you're in that place like Mary, where you're confused, you're disturbed this Christmas about so many things, or just maybe one thing in particular. Maybe you're not in the place of, oh, this is wonderful, this is exciting, this is joy to the world. So maybe you're confused and disturbed this morning. But I want to tell you that the same Christmas message that came to Mary can come to you this morning. And the angel came and said this to her, listen, it's okay, Mary. It's okay. The Christmas message is the same here. In your confusion, in your pain, in your hurt, in your disturbedness, in whatever is going on. And you say, maybe don't be afraid. Don't be afraid because love has come down at Christmas. And the Bible says that love drives away all fear. Maybe you don't understand it, but we want to. Love's invading your world. And we want to tell you this morning, in your confusion, in your pain, in your heart, we want to tell you there's a God who loves you with an everlasting love, and he wants to come and invade your world and drive away all the fears and the anxieties, the confusion, the pain. He just wants to embrace you. He wants to come all around you and hug you and say, there's a love which is coming into your world. It doesn't matter the God who's omnipotent, the creator of the universe. He wants to come and say, I love you with an everlasting love, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter what well, you don't have a clue what's going on around about you, there's a love I want to bring into your life which drives away all the fear. And there's a peace because Christmas message is not just a beloved, it's about peace. It's about the Prince of Peace coming in into our turmoil, into our confusion, into our mess up. And see, I want to bring you a peace that goes beyond all human understanding. The Bible talks about a peace that you can never fathom in your brain or your mind when all around you is confused and disturbed and inside you, you're not sure what's happening. We want to tell you there's a Prince of Peace at Christmas who's come into your world to give you a peace right in the depths of your being. No matter what's going on, he can give you a peace that's going to be all right. And that's the message from Mary. Don't be afraid. There's love invading you. Mary, there's a peace coming into your world. And there's also, you're the, you've got the favor of God. You're blessed. You've got favor. God's favor's on your life. And I want to tell you, when Jesus stepped into planet Earth, the Bible says in John 1 that the Word, who was Jesus with God, was God, He came and He dwelt. He took on human forms. He dwelt amongst men and women. And He was full of grace and truth. That grace, that unmerited favor of God, Mary, there's a love coming into confusion. There's a peace of God, and you need to know that the favor of God's on your life. There's grace in your life. I want to tell you the Christmas story is Jesus invading our life and bringing us unmerited favor with God, where it's not what we deserve, but it's the grace of God coming into our life to change our lives. That, this morning, you need to hear the same message. Mary's confusion resulted in the love and the peace and the favor of God being experienced in her. But also, there was then going to Mary's commission. Mary, you're a blessed woman. The angel says, you're a blessed woman, Mary, but your blessing on your life is for a purpose. And here's the deal, Mary. It's not about you. You're blessed, 
but he's going to be, he's very great. Mary, the purpose of the favor and blessing of God in your life, it's not for you to be exalted, it's for Jesus. It's the one who you bear to be exalted. And listen, Mary, you're blessed, but he's great. You're awesome, Mary. You're a great woman, but you don't compare at all to the guy, the boy who's been born to you. He's great. He's the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. Mary, he's flawless. He's going to live a life, a flawless, sinless life. Mary, Listen to what's going to happen. You're okay. You're blessed. But he's going to be the one who's lived the faultless life. He's going to go about doing good, healing all who are oppressed of the devil. He's going to speak words of life. He's going to come hope to the hopeless. He's going to be friend to those who are the outcasts and nobody wants. He's going to be peace to those in turmoil. He's going to be comfort to those who are mourning. He's going to be the sacrifice for all the sins of all mankind forever. He's going to be the healer to those in sickness. He's going to be the deliverer to those who are praised. He's going to be the savior of all the world. He's going to fulfill every promise and every prophecy of the word of God. He's going to take on all the forces of hell and death and grave, and he will be victorious over them, and he'll defeat sin, death, and hell forever. His kingdom will never end. In fact, he'll be the king of kings. He'll be the lord of laws. He'll be the focal point and person of history for time and eternity. He's going to be the Alpha and the Omega. He's going to be the great I am. Mary, do you know what? Uh, revolving doors. People come, people go. Okay, it's great to see him. It's great to have May, uh, Ray back uh, in shorts uh, after operation. <coughs> it's great. But listen, but it says... But Mary, he's going to be great. He's the king of kings. He's going to be lord of lords. He's going to be the great I am. And it started, you know what, Mary? It's going to start as Mary's little lamb. It's going to start as Mary's little lamb. For you, Mary, it's going to be your little lamb. But you know what? It's going to move from being Mary's little lamb to be the lamb who was slain. It's going to be the lamb. It's going to be the spotless, sacrificial lamb of God. He's moving from your little lamb to the lamb who's died for the sins, the sacrificial lamb, the lamb who was slain, the lamb of God who will take away the sins of the world. It's not going to be the end. It's going to start as your little lamb. It's going to become the lamb of God. God who takes away the sin of the world. But then after that, he's going to be the lamb who's on the throne, ruling and reigning forever and forever and forever. Mary, he is going to be great. Mary, did you know that your baby boy is Lord of all creation? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day rule the nations? Mary, did you know that your baby boy is heaven's perfect lamb? That sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. Hallelujah. And your mission is to bring him birth and bring into being the great I am. And our commission is to tell and bring into the world around us the great I am to the confusion that's all around us. We bring the great I am to those in turmoil. This is how on earth is this going to happen. I'll tell you what's going to happen. It's going to happen by the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to tell you, God has got plans for every one of our lives. He's got great plans for us. But I want to tell you, it's impossible for us, but we need the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to bring forth his plan and purpose. Today, Lord God, let your power come upon us that we come and give birth to something good for your glory. 
that you use us. <coughs> but maybe you're impo- your situation is impossible. You know, the Christmas message is that God has the power to fulfill everything that he's promised. He's got the power to do anything that's impossible in your world. Christmas is about the impossible being made possible. You're not called to understand everything, but just to simply believe and accept and trust that the God to whom nothing is impossible can do what we cannot do. That's what Christmas means. And the promise in your word that he's given you will never fail. Angel says the word of God will never fail. But we move from Mary's confusion to Mary's commission, but then it was Mary's confession. Now, I kind of feel a little bit sorry for Elizabeth here, okay? Just imagine after what we've read, Mary goes to visit Elizabeth. And Elizabeth has been trying to have a baby for years, and now she's an old woman, or in her old age, she's conceived, okay? And she goes, and Mary, can he, can he join along to see her? And Elizabeth's going to say, oh, I've got great news, Mary. After all this time, I'm pregnant. Rah, 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 party time. And Mary says, yeah, that is good, but wait to hear my story. Okay. Listen, if Mary was on, would I lie to you? Okay. And she was telling the story. Here's my, here's my story. This angel visited me. Can you, I'm still a virgin, but uh, I'm pregnant by the Holy Spirit, and I'm to give birth to the Savior of the world. Yeah, lie, 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 lie. So Elizabeth, Elizabeth was okay, but Mary's story was kind of, hey, Mary. Okay, Elizabeth says, I'll, I'll, just, I'll, just, I'll just acknowledge. But Mary had a response to me. <coughs> she had a confession to me. And this was her confession. Just imagine, this angel visits Mary, a lovely young woman, and says, Mary, God's going to upon me by the Spirit. You're going to give birth to the Savior of the world. And Mary, in her confusion and in her, I don't know what's going on, says this, I'm the Lord's servant. And everything you have said about me come to pass. I don't understand it all. I don't get everything. He says, but I'm prepared for you to come into my world and do what you need to do in order for me to bring the Savior of the world. Whatever it costs me to bring the message of your salvation in the world, I'm willing. Because it's not about me. It's about the message you carry. And this morning, at this Christmas time, when we enjoy all the stuff, and I love all the buzz of Christmas, it's, it's magic. Please don't be religious on me. It's good magic. Okay. <laughs> but the reality is we can enjoy it and it's God stepping into our world. And it's God coming to be the savior for us. But there's a time, there's, a, there's also a part where we can come and say, Lord, we're your servants. Thank you for what you've done, but we yield ourselves afresh to you. For you to both in us, whatever is needed to bring salvation to our world. Let's all stand for a moment just before the young folk come through. Maybe in every eye closed for a moment and head bow, please. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your savior. Maybe you're just in here today because it's Christmas and it's a nice thing to do. 
We want to hear the Christmas message is God invading your planet to be the saviour of the world, to die for your sins, to be born to die, to raise the sons of earth, to give us second birth. If you've never accepted Jesus, and you don't need to understand it all, you can be confused and disturbed about many things, but you're willing to accept Jesus as your saviour, to recognise that this is what Christmas is about. Could you just slip your hand up? We want to pray for you and help you. You've never accepted Jesus, but this is your day. This is your time to accept him, acknowledge him as your saviour. Okay, for all of us, let us be like Mary and say, Lord, we're your servants. And whatever you want for our lives, we're willing just to yield afresh this Christmas. Thank you, Father God, that you came and gave yourself through your son to us. And this morning, there's a group of those who love you and are called by you, and Lord, and commissioned by you to go and share your good news. We just yield ourselves afresh to you today and say, we give ourselves to you for you to do whatever you want to do with us, that we can bring your message of Jesus and salvation to this world. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You can be seated. Before the kids are going to do their thing, Aaron Clark is coming to sing a great song.